Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And if you're a fan of movie musicals, Today's episode is the show for you, because rising star Debbie Williams is here to discuss her key role in How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song, the award-winning independent film musical directed by Gary King. Debbie, who plays Joe Sherman's muse in this new musical, is an exciting actress, dancer, songwriter, and singer who holds a BFA in musical theater with a minor in dance. We were ex- also expecting Mark DeConzo, one of the movie's other stars, to be with us. But unfortunately, a little while ago, this is the email that I received from Mark. Hi, Betty Joe. Regretfully, I have to cancel last minute today because a film I am currently working on has been carried over into today, and I'm unavailable. Debbie is wonderful, though, and will represent the film amazingly on her own. (laughs) And if there's ever a chance to reschedule an interview, please feel free to reach out. All the best. Thanks for your understanding, Mark DeConzo. Well, of course, we're disappointed that Mark can't be here, but we'll definitely take him up on rescheduling his interview. After all, he served as the choreographer for this film, and we really want to hear about that aspect of the of the movie. Now, we'll bring Debbie on just as soon as we check with uh, Nikki, Ca- Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are all systems go in the chat room? They are, and we're very excited. We will miss him, but we're so glad Debbie's here. Oh, yes, we really are glad that, that Debbie's here. And thanks to the people who sign up for the chat, we really appreciate them as well as our other listeners. Now, I see that Debbie has been waiting patiently in the green room, so it's my great pleasure to welcome her now. Debbie, thanks for being with us today. The spotlight is all on you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's wonderful to have you here. I just absolutely love your your singing voice, and I'm so glad that we have a sample from the film's soundtrack that that we'll play in just a few minutes. But before doing that, I, I was wondering if you could tell us how you became involved in How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song. Oh, goodness. It's a little bit of a crazy story, actually. Um <laughs> A friend of mine, well, now a friend of mine, Daryl Ray, who's actually in the film, and um, he also worked a lot on the casting and producing aspect of it as well. He um, saw me singing at a bar when he went to just visit a couple of friends who were also singing that night, and we just exchanged information, and I was also at a Legally Blonde uh, callback the day of the callback for How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song?, and he, got, he just kept telling Gary, hey, I think you need to see this girl, you need to see this girl. And he just kept telling me over and over. So 
so he called me while I'm on my way to the audition, so I can't even get any, like, change of clothes and makeup or anything besides what I look like for Legally Blonde, with his big poofy hair and, like, big giant blue eyeshadow. I probably looked ridiculous, but... <laughs> um, they asked me to come in and read and sing and dance, and it was just it was so funny because I'm in there for the audition, and I'm like, what am I auditioning for? I'm, like, doing a couple dance routines, sight reading some music, and reading stuff on film. Like, I hadn't, like, I didn't have that much of an idea of it until afterwards, and Harry called me about 20 minutes after my audition and offered me the role, and I'm truly grateful. Wow, you didn't even have to go to a call back then. They they saw you done. <laughs> nope. Gary, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really great. You know that. And the film sounds like uh, something it would be uh, fun uh, to be uh, a part of. I, as I understand it, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Debbie, but it deals with uh, writing and putting on a Broadway show. And of course, that that's just right up my alley. That's that's a theme that's so appealing to me. And then there's a love triangle, which your character is involved in. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could explain a little little more about that. <laughs> well, um, I want to say I'm more of, in the love triangle, I'm more of the muse aspect musically. So it's kind of like, I guess when you look at performers, there's a lot of showmances that happen in the in the performing world. And I think it started off to be something of the sorts in my my character Summer and Joe's character, we kind of developed this friendship and love within music and that love for each other. But it never actually, it, it doesn't quite go as far as, uh, well, I mean, it does a little bit, I guess, in the in the eyes between each other, but oh. it's, <laughs> but once you see it, you'll, you'll understand that the, the feelings behind everything, just because it's it's more of a music thing. It's it's a different kind of bond. And once his girlfriend sees that we have the bond that she can't have because she wants to be a part of his music, but she's not, it starts getting a little a little messy. <laughs> oh wow! So well, those are the worst kind of triangles. <laughs> oh my gosh! Of course. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I think maybe. Uh, this this might be a good place to play that uh, charming duet that you do with uh, Joe uh, Sherman, the one entitled I, I Fell in Love. But why don't you set the stage uh, for this particular number? Sure. Um, basically what happened before that was Joe saw me audition for the first time, and he actually sneaks my headshot in his pocket, and he decides that, once he gets this job where he's going to be writing this musical that he wants me to be the lead, so he's going to hunt me down and get me to audition for it and pretend like he's bumping into me, and then I realize he's not just bumping into me, and I think he's just kind of stalking me, so we get, like, a little irritable with each other, and then he actually shows me this song that he told me he wrote for my voice, and that's when the emotions start kicking in, and you can tell that my character is definitely falling in love with this songwriter while in his music and everything. Oh, that's a good intro, Debbie. So, <laughs> uh, so here's Debbie Williams and Joe Sherman singing "I Fell in Love." I just got hired to do this show off Broadway, and we're looking for the lead. I have some say in the matter, and I think you'd be perfect. Be good, Rob. Really? I wouldn't take two trains to tell you. I didn't mean it. 
Okay, yeah. This is an uh, instrument track store. When Martha met his Guinevere, did his composure disappear? Did he lose his kingly poise? Did he feel as I felt when you passed my way? Was he made senseless as I was? Did his heart tremble as mine does? And it all makes sense because I fell in love today. This is stupid. You should be singing this. No, I can't. I oh, don't know. No, I've got the words right here. The melody is the exact same. Come on. Sure. When <laughs> Just the title of the of the uh, movie, but there is a real live Joe Sherman. <laughs> there sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it? What was it like to uh, to work with him? Oh, he's an absolute genius when it comes to writing music, and he's just so talented and so genuine. And it was great to work with him. And actually, and he's probably one of my closest friends now. It's great. Well, he has a great voice too. And, he sure uh, does. The first time I heard it was when uh, Gary King, the director of the film, was on our show. Um, that was at the, um, at the very beginning when when Gary was just trying to raise money for uh, you know to to make this film, and um, so he sent us a little MP3 to use on the show with uh, Joe Sherman and um, the the other actress uh, in the show, uh, Christina Rose. And they were singing a little jingle about how to send money <laughs> to 
to help the fund the musical. So this is this this musical is really important to Blog Talk Radio because after hearing that show, uh, several of our listeners <laughs> did become backers of the show, and my husband and I. Uh, also, uh, Gary also persuaded us by being on on our show at that, that time. So we're we're uh, so Joe Sherman wrote the jingle, I think, and sang it well. So that helped uh, helped uh, convince us. And uh, what what did you enjoy most about about working on uh, how do you write a Joe Sherman song? Oh goodness, it was nice to really like work with new artists. I think in the city and. And especially, we have some of the greatest people come together and perform together, and some of the most genuine and talented individuals. And it was just all of our personalities really, like, mashed really, really well together, and we kind of became a family more so than friends. And uh, that was probably the best part of it for me. And, I mean, besides that, it, Joe's music to work on was absolutely brilliant. It was just, like, it was great to be a part of something fresh and something new. And it's nice to see a musical a movie musical that's not just fluffy. It actually has this story behind it and this love story, and each person has their own different story coming off of them, and it's great to see what actually goes behind the scenes of writing a musical. Yes, I I just can hardly wait to uh, wait to see it, and um, the, the music that you're that you're talking about are are there any particular numbers that that you that you'd like to mention that were especially uh uh were your favorites oh goodness it's hard to say which one was my favorite to be honest <laughs> but um I mean, I always loved doing I Fell in Love, but Moth to the Flame, it was really fun to do because I got to bring a little bit more sass to it and um uh, I know performing Thanks to You was a, it, I personally connected to, to that song immediately in the studio. And I remember when we first brought that into the studio and doing the studio version, I like broke down crying just because it's such a beautiful song and it's so easy to connect to. And another fun song is uh, I Hate Summer. I love hearing that song just because it's just so hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is. That's That's very funny. And of course, your name is Summer. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's the character. That's the character that you play. I'm so glad you mentioned Moth to a Flame. That's my favorite. I, I think it? you and Christina. <laughs> oh, I mean, you just did, you just sound great. And and talk about sass. That's that's <laughs> really filled with <laughs> with plenty of sass. And um, I suppose that the soundtrack will be available um, later, but. But I I just feel so lucky to have had a, a peek at it, and I want to thank Gary for for letting uh, letting Nikki and I do that, and and thank Nikki for putting it up on our switchboard so we could uh, listen to I fell in I fell in love. But the the music is great in it, and then to have a story that goes along with it that, as you say, isn't just isn't just fluff. I think that's that's wonderful. I think we should talk a little bit about Mark DeConzo since he can't be here today, don't you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be wholly appropriate. Now, you have a minor in dance, so what do you think about Mark's choreography for this movie? Oh, it was great working with him. Well, it was fun because I realized a lot of his choreography, too, is a lot of the styles I grew up doing, so it was just like great to relate to his like creativity and he's a, he's a brilliant performer i mean he, you can't say 
anything bad about him. He is absolutely brilliant. He's one of the most honest actors that you get to work with. And I wish I would have been able to have scenes with him just because he gives so much to an actor that he brings out the best in anyone and everyone that does a scene with him. Well, do you know, I was uh, looking at some of his uh, videos that he's that he's done, and um, I think there's one where uh, he's even doing a rehearsal for mm-hmm. one of the one of the dances in um, in the show. He doesn't look like uh, a dancer uh, oh, really? at all. No, I don't think he looks like a dancer, but he really he really looks great when he's dancing. But before oh, yeah, he starts dancing, dancer. you don't think <laughs> that he's a dancer, <laughs> and then you're you know you're just so shocked and so pleased and. Having spent so much of my life <laughs> tap dancing, I'm just such a happy camper that he put tap in the movie, and mm-hmm. it really does look great uh, in the in the previews. And it was uh, it was really uh, a big surprise to me because I thought Gary was uh, kidding about it when he was on our show. <laughs> I said uh, I said, well, will there be will there be tap dancing in the show? And he said, well, if you want some tap dancing in the show, we'll put tap dancing in the show. <laughs> and so I just, you know, then when I saw the trailer and uh, the numbers, you know, look like, yeah, there's there's tap. I, I just could, could hardly believe it. So I'm very, very happy about that. I, I just can hardly wait to see the entire film. Now, I know there's a showing in Los Angeles on March uh, 26, um, could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Um, well, it's also the release of our film, so we wanted to do. He wanted to have a showing of it in Los Angeles on the day that it releases, and it's going to be available on uh, like Hulu and Netflix, and I know it's going to be digitally um, distributed, and it's going to be in the UK as well as uh, here. Okay, so we will we'll be able to. I will finally be able to see see this yes. then, and and all the musical fans will be will be able to see it after after March twenty sixth. Yeah, it should be a release right on the twenty sixth. Right but, on um, the twenty sixth. Yes, and the soundtrack is out as well on iTunes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good news. That's that's great. <laughs> good news. The more people who get to see it, uh, the better. I. I was impressed by all the awards the movie has uh, won on the uh, film festival circuit. Mm-hmm. My gosh, it's got the Audience Award from the Phoenix Film Festival, the Best Picture from the Idlewild Cinema Fest, Film of the Festival at the Rain Dance Festival, and Gary won the Best Director at the Flyway Film Festival. Uh, congratulations on all of these uh, all of these awards. Were, was that surprising you. to you? Oh, it like it, it was. It, we we're just so grateful, and it, we just feel so honored for it. it. This movie's doing great, and we're so proud of it. Yes, well, you ought you ought to be. And um, I was, um, I'm, I'm just um, a fan of Gary King since he was on the show. Uh, I was wondering if he did anything as a director. Uh, anything special to help the actors with their performances? Did he? How did he work with you as a as a director? Oh, he was a great director. He he pretty much he would sit down with us um, as actors and let us talk through what we saw, and he would give ideas. And but he would let us do as many takes as 
we needed to emotionally get to different areas. So he let us try different tactics and obstacles and take the character where we needed to and and in several different ways so we could piece all the little things together. So he let us actually work through it and try many, many different things. So it was great to work with someone who lets us be so free as actors. Well, that's a that's a good experience for any actor to have then to work with uh, with yes. someone <laughs> someone like like Gary, and he's he's very prolific. I know he just goes from one one movie to another. Um, have you heard any about anything new coming up from from Gary? I know that he has a couple of things coming up, but I don't know too much about them. They 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 have their little secrets, but I know I'm going to be probably one of the people in line watching it before anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't blame you. Well, I'm going to have to have Gary back on the show. We're we're going to uh, shoot for getting uh, Mark back, and uh, maybe I could get Mark and Gary on the on the same show. Now uh, the ra- the reviews that are coming in are very uh, positive. Here's here's a blurb from Empire Magazine that I really, really liked. It says, this film is good old-fashioned entertainment that's filled with catchy tunes and clever lyrics. Uh, so I was wondering if you think it has any uh, message, or, or is it just strictly entertainment-oriented? Oh, no, I think it definitely has a message. I mean, it's it's showing you each character and each personality and everything that they're everything that a performer actually goes through. It's not giving you this bedazzled version of New York City and just a couple, like, da-da-da-da songs, you know. It's kind of just giving you, it's giving you the reality and the truth and what each performer actually goes through and fighting for their careers and, like, you're going to see the ups and the downs of everything, of, of all of us. And you're going to see one performer having an injury. You're going to see another one trying to make a decision between an off-Broadway show and a Broadway show, and then another one trying to get her boyfriend to write her a song, even though she's offered, like, this great part in the end and she's struggling in auditions. It's it's really great to to watch the struggle, but everybody grow in the end because every performer I know is going through that. We all have our ups and downs, and it's not always the prettiest behind the scenes when it comes to the industry, and you just got to keep on fighting and keep on holding on to your dreams and getting what you want to do in life. So it really does uh, uh, resonate with people who are performers and as well as people who love uh, who love uh, musicals. It sounds a little bit like the same um, theme that um, that we're looking at when, when we watch the uh, television show Smash. Does that uh, ring a bell with you? <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. I watch that show all the time. <laughs> We're fans here. We're definitely fans here. And uh, speaking of musicals, though, uh, you know, I'm so excited that they're, you know, we're saying that the movie musical is back with How How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song. Of course, there was Les Miserables that uh, got nominated for Oscars and won Hathaway uh, and Hathaway uh, Oscar and Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman a nomination. But, but I like... Uh, uh, and I loved it. I've seen it twice already, and I loved it. But I do like my movie musicals with some dancing in it, and they couldn't figure out a way to get dancing into Les Miserables. <laughs> so that's bad yeah, it's now. not much of a not much of a dancing one. <laughs> no, 
but but anyway, there's uh, thank heavens there's dancing in uh, in how you write a Joe Sherman song. But why do you think that movie musicals are so few and far between these days? Um, well, I think a lot of technology has taken over in a lot of the film industry, and I mean, you go way back when to one of my first crushes, Elvis Presley. He did like uh, so many movie musicals, and it was just it was all like break out into song and everything. And then once we got into uh, our modern day film industry, and where everything started becoming more more like about realism and like toning in on all of like these subtle movements and sayings that people actually have. I think it started gearing away from that because people didn't know how to necessarily do a musical anymore, or at least a new musical anymore, without just randomly breaking out into a song. Because you look at stuff they tried to come out, like from Justin to Kelly, it was like, okay, they had great singing in it, but what what was the story? They just were randomly breaking out into song and dance, and you didn't really understand why, which is why I was lucky to work on a film that had a reason behind every dance routine and every song that we sang. There was always something that, like, led into it. It wasn't just, like, a random breakout moment. <laughs> That's really, um, I think I think you have a very good point there. Uh, do you have any uh, favorite movie uh, musicals that you'd like to mention? Oh, my goodness. This is so silly. <laughs> but... No, it isn't. <laughs> It actually is. <laughs> um, it's only because it's been my favorite since I was a little girl. Um, my first uh, movie musical I actually watched was the, the stage version of uh, Mary Martin in Peter Pan. And so that was, that's got to be my all-time favorite movie musical just because I refused to watch the cartoon. I was like, I was insisting on watching the play version and any other movie musical that came out in between. And of course, like Singing in the Rain and it was just all of that era is just amazing. It's whenever you need a, a feel-good movie, it's like, okay, I'm going to have a popcorn and maybe a glass of wine night <laughs> or a hot cocoa and watch Singing in the Rain. <laughs> yes, so Singing in the Rain is your favorite? Yeah, I'd have to say Singing in the Rain is one of them and, and my silly Peter Pan favorite. <laughs> oh, Peter Pan. Oh, of course. That's why you mentioned uh, Mary Martin because she was yes. in the – yeah, she was in the stage musical. Well, those are two, uh, definitely two uh, good uh, choices. And and when you talk about singing in the rain, boy, you're right there with me because that's my all-time favorite movie musical. I don't think there's one dull minute in that entire film, and it had everything. It had you know the mm-hmm. great songs, the great dances, the comedy. I mean, it was just an all right. In fact. Whenever anybody asks me, uh, you know, what's uh, what's my favorite movie, I say Singing in the Rain. Uh, at least it's the most uh, entertaining movie, I think, that's that, that's ever been made. So mm-hmm. uh, that it just uh, it just nothing has uh, nothing has matched uh, that so far. But then I haven't seen How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Well, what other projects are you working on, Debbie? I know right now you're you're in a recording session, and I know you've you've done um, some uh, some uh, uh, work that we could probably see so or hear at least. So uh, tell our listeners what what you've been up to. 
Of course. Um, well, I'm actually working on my EP and my album. Um, I My music tends to be a little bit more of a, a country kind of feel with some soul and rock and folk influences. Um, oh. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it because a lot of my songs have to do with gearing towards youth and teaching a lot of our younger generation um, about truth and honesty and about it, and about a lot of like things that I really want to really put out there because I know a lot of kids are dealing with bullying and and mm-hmm. some of them are taking the wrong path to suicide and I have songs that are going to be doing dealing with that and I have a song that actually is called Fight for Peace. Um, it is going to be about well, it is about uh, children um, getting a an amazing education, and I watched this uh, short when we were in Oklahoma at the film festival of this woman who did this series called Teach, and it actually really, really inspired me on how I really wanted just our younger generation to always have a proper education and not for the occasional teacher who's in their tenure not caring anymore because of the area that they're working in and they just automatically send a kid to detention if they can't read well or write well or understand things immediately because if you're going to treat a child poorly, they're going to end up following following the wrong path because they feel that they have to. And so a lot of my stuff is going to be gearing towards that and in finding and embracing love in life not necessarily just in relationships with boyfriends or girlfriends, but within yourself and with nature and with just your family and your friends. And so I'm hoping to just really reach out to a lot of younger children and perform in schools and everything as well while speaking to kids just because it's a really a really important issue and thing that means a lot to me and I would just love to truly um, affect in the right way. Wow, good for good for you. Uh, and I was looking, doing some research about you on the uh, internet, and I did see that you have an album out. Is it Ma- Manhattan Nights? And what what is the title of it? Oh no, I don't have an album out, but I have a single out. I have a single, a single. called the mind. Yeah, I have a single out called The Mindset of New York and The Heart of Tennessee. The mindset of New York and the heart of Tennessee—that's what I was. Tr- that's what I was try- trying to think. And, and is that available uh, where listeners can order it? Oh, it definitely is. It's on iTunes. It's also on okay. CD Baby, and I believe Amazon, and it might be on some of the, the music sites on your phone apps as well. And I know you can find it on Spotify if you want to preview everything first. Yes, I I sure do want want to hear that. Now give give the title of it again. The mindset of New York and the heart of Tennessee. The mindset of New York and the heart of Tennessee. So that's a that's a um that song is a mixture of uh of New York and Tennessee. I I think that's that's a very interesting title. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I grew up in New York State, and I'm now living in New York City, and I have that pace of life. But at the same time, a lot of my writing tends to be a little bit more country, and my heart, I feel like I I feel like I was supposed to be in from the south. <laughs> oh well, now I'm I'm really interested. You've piqued my you've piqued my interest in that, and um, now that you're uh, you're a star in a in a movie musical. 
do you have any advice for wannabe actors, uh, actresses who who want to kind of follow your path? Oh, of course. Um, I think my main thing is no matter what happens in the industry, just make sure you always know who you are and finding who you are personally is going to actually help you in the real world and help you performing. It's the most important thing and it's going to help you access vulnerability and just feel free in being able to find different tactics and obstacles because therefore yourself will be your own obstacle standing in the way of your performing. And don't if anyone puts you down, just keep fighting through it and just know who you are and follow your dreams no matter what. That's great advice, uh, I think. And I and I wanted uh, to go. We have time now um, to talk a little bit more about Mark <laughs> because he's not here. And I promise you that we that that uh, that we would. But I want to tell our listeners why. Um, I'm so excited about the possibility of having Mark on the uh, on the show, and uh, I will uh, pursue that. But um, because the uh, How Do You Write a Joe Sherman song uh, has uh, so much dancing in it, it's really important to talk <laughs> with the choreographer. And mm-hmm. Mark uh, has done the choreography for this. But he's also got impressive experience as an actor, singer, dancer and choreographer as i mentioned his other film role uh, film roles were in um uh, another Gary King movie i believe New York Lately and mm-hmm. um, he was in American Gangster and Bad Luck uh, D A N E L I O N which i i don't know how to pronounce and i haven't heard of that movie before so i'm going to have to check it out and he's had uh roles in stage productions that are quite interesting and varied. He played Billy Flynn in Chicago, Rum Tum Tugger in Cats, and Sky Masterson in Guys and Dolls. So uh, this is definitely an interesting uh, background. Uh, have you seen any of um, any of Mark's work? In, uh, I mean, I've seen clips of him, of course, but I haven't been able to see any of those shows because a lot of them were before Sherman Song, I know. And um, then he went away on a cruise ship performing for a little while and just got back, um, I want to say, just maybe like six or so months ago. I'm not I'm not sure of the exact amount, but he was off performing on a cruise ship too right after the film. Yes, I think he's done. Yes, I think he's done a, a lot of those those kinds of things. And um, I've read where he's maybe this movie that he's making today. I mean that he's he's working on today is uh, Roulette the musical. Have you heard about that Roulette the musical? Has he ever talked to you about that? Oh yes, of course. I know a little bit about that. <laughs> he's um he's been writing. Well, he wrote the book to it, and Joe is going to be working on the music and everything for it. And I've heard some oh. clips, and if you go, of course, if you go on his website online, you'll be able to get some clips and some previews of the characters and everything like that. I'm not sure when exactly um, it's going to be finished and all that, but it's getting there, and it's close, and the music is absolutely amazing, especially if Joe and Mark are working on it. You know that it's it's definitely going to be something you want to see. So you're saying that Joe Sherman is working with him on this? Yes. Oh, Wow. <laughs> 
so we'll get <laughs> we'll get another collaboration between between the two of them. So that that sounds very very interesting. Is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, Mark since we have this opportunity and this time when we can talk about him? Oh my goodness! Well, he's he's a great friend of mine, and um, I'm truly excited to have him in my life and to perform with him in this film and in future projects. And um, I, I wish he would have been here today. He's just a beautiful, beautiful soul, and I can't wait to see everything that he is going to do in life because he is absolutely amazing, and he is one of the most talented people I've ever met. That is a good testimonial. And uh, getting back to Debbie Williams, I have, there's a quote. There's a quote about you that I, I I've just been dying to say because I love this. I, there is a quote. Debbie Williams has the power of Celine Dion with the tone of Shania Twain and the sass of. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> so I yeah. wanted, I wanted our listeners. And you know what? I think what I would like to do because there are uh, several people who have uh, come in late to the chat, and um, they haven't had a, had a chance to listen to this this part of the soundtrack that Gary said that we could that we could play, and it's so beautiful. I want to play it uh, one more time before the before we close the show. Uh, here is uh, Debbie Williams and uh, Joe Sherman in um, their charming duet, I Fell in Love. just got hired to do this show off-Broadway, and we're looking for the lead. I have some say in the matter, and I think he'd be perfect. We could roll. Really? I wouldn't take two trains to tell you if I didn't mean it. Okay, yeah. This is an uh, instrumental track, so... When Arthur met his Guinevere Did his composure disappear? Did he lose his kingly voice? Did he feel as I felt when Made senseless as I was Did his heart tremble as mine does And it all makes sense because I fell in love today This is stupid, you should be singing this No, I can't I oh, don't No, no, I've got the words right here The melody's the exact same one Sure Oh, 
chasing of our love long since we've passed away. I guess it might as well be so, cause I will never let you go. And did I mention half I never get tired of hearing that, uh, Debbie. Congratulations <laughs> on the Thank you I, so much. Wonderful work on that. I, we have uh, just a few minutes here to um, mention that we've had a, 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 an excellent chat uh, room uh, attendance. Uh, we have uh, Nancy Lombardo, the host of Comedy Concepts who uh, is, has been in the chat room from the very beginning. And Nancy uh, has uh, one of my favorite shows on Blog Talk Radio. It's it's very, very funny. And uh, she lives in New York City, so sometimes you, you might run into her, Debbie. And oh, then we call. have... Yeah, we have the Steve. We have Steve Mendoza from the Steve Mendoza Show, who is uh, who has a very very funny show on um, Blog Talk Radio also. And we've had a number of guests who haven't identified themselves, but I want to thank them. Uh, thank everybody uh, who participated in the chat. And um, oh my gosh, I can't believe <laughs> that our time. Time is almost up, so I want to thank you, Debbie, for being such a delightful guest today. Uh, you well, really you so did live up to, your, your, uh, to, what, to what Mark said about you, that you, are, you will represent the film amazingly on your own, and you did. <laughs> thank you. Will you come back and visit us again? Of course. Great. I We certainly will look forward to that. This is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for featuring this episode as one of their staff picks today. And to Nikki Starr for all her wonderful help. Special thanks to filmmaker Gary King for his soundtrack permission and to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I sure did. Please come back next time for another spirited discussion about movies. And in the meantime, please check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. And if you're in L.A. on March 26, be sure to check out How Do You Write a Joe Sherman Song? That's all for now, folks. So in keeping with today's musical theme, Kenny Loggins will take us out with one of our favorite movie musical numbers, if I can find it here on the switchboard. And I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm almost there. So get ready, everyone. Here comes Footloose.
the night. 